Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Robbed. Age is a shocking robber. It sneaks into the bathroom mirror when you least expect it. Just the other day, I was washing my face when I noticed a distinct vertical crevice on the right side of my forehead, just above my eye. Looking closer, I frowned and realized this very action was what was causing my wrinkle. I say wrinkle because, well, crevice is a little too exaggerated, but I can also see how this wrinkle could deepen over time and then become the focal point of my face if I'm not careful. I made a promise to myself to never frown again, but considering all there is to frown about these days, I wasn't that hopeful about fulfilling that promise. I recently bought a magnifying mirror because I was having trouble plucking my eyebrows using the wall-mounted mirror in the bathroom. Once installed, I noticed how wonderful it was to have such a clear picture of what needed to go. I also noticed my eyebrows, previously rivaling Frida Kahlo's and their opulence, were now looking more like the hairs had been scattered willy-nilly after a windy storm. A few areas still retained their fullness, but there was definite sparseness throughout, an unwelcome revelation. This situation called for immediate remediation, so I ordered a product called Brow Fix. Applications seemed easy enough. Just mix the toner and powder together and apply to brow. There were some instructions about length of time the mixture should remain on your eyebrow, but I thought I could just eyeball it and not have to read all that fine print. After a few minutes when I was distracted by laundry that needed folding, I cleaned the mixture off. What I was left with was a Groucho Marx set of brows, decidedly too dark. No matter how many times I attempted to dilute the darkness, the hue never budged. In a bit of a panic, I thought about what might make a difference and came up with the idea of OxyClean. It worked for stains on clothes, why not my face? Well, it did work eventually, but I also got a bit of an irritation in my brows, which took a few days to slough off, creating a kind of mange-like area. I still think this is a good solution, although I'll admit it will take more experimentation to find just the right formula for me. As if that weren't enough, I opened the refrigerator door yesterday to find a pint of ice cream on one of the shelves. I was on the right track, opening the refrigerator, but I must have gotten distracted before I reached the proper compartment, the freezer. I quickly threw it into the freezer, hoping to restore it to its original consistency. But alas, that was not destined to occur. Icicles formed throughout the container, and it was just a lost cause. This momentary lapse of follow-through can only be contributed to age, they say. I try to treat this lightly, saying it's humorous, but when my ice cream is threatened, there is little humor to be had there. I often forget words these days, but to try to enjoy my efforts at finding the word I want, casting about for something that feels familiar or that might make the wandering word suddenly pop into my mind. 
I'm grateful when I can describe the word I'm searching for and another person supplies it, but I know you can't count on people being willing to do this forever. Pretty soon, they'll start shortening their conversations with me, which will progress to their crossing the street to avoid having one at all. I've seen it. I've done it. Now it's payback time, and karma is indeed a bitch. The last indignity is invisibility. I am the same person you used to flirt with, banter with, and maybe even ask on a date. But these days, I notice those avenues are closed for me, and rather than banter when I make an overture, I am often looked at askance. It's hard not to take this personally, to mourn the loss of manners that would have at least afforded me a polite reply, or to realize I don't register as a person to many persons I encounter on a daily basis. If I'm not careful, I can find myself in a state of revenge, which, no matter your age at all, will not end well. I will admit to having a strong urge to shock and appall at these times, although, purportedly, with age comes wisdom, so I pull myself back, if at all possible. I cannot, however, credit myself with doing this gracefully. If age has robbed me of many things, it does have one great advantage. I just really don't care that much. You may think me grotesque for not acting my age, but when someone actually engages with me, it's a delight for both of us. I used to worry about my makeup, but now I consider it a special occasion if I put any on. Eye makeup, once my favorite expression of individuality, has been put out to pasture, given that my eyelids cover up any attempt in that area anyway, and I have no desire to call attention to my diminishing eyebrows. Luckily, the COVID pandemic played right into my hands in this regard. I can choose not to wear makeup if I don't feel like it, because my mask covers up the most expressive part of my face. Also, people are more likely to listen intently rather than pay attention to me because they're looking for clues as to what I'm saying behind that mask. Win-win for us older folks. Having said all this, I've decided to take the most positive outlook on aging I can. Carpe diem, for sure, whether that means trying out all the recipes I've saved for 25 years or reading an entire book in one day. Laissez-faire as well, meaning I'll leave you alone to do your thing, you leave me alone to do mine, and perhaps we'll have fun meeting from time to time in the middle. And finally, I guess it's time to look inward for approval, thinking back on all I've seen, done, and learned. Also thinking back on the hard times and what they gave me, even though I had to wait a very long time for some of those lessons. When I take stock of who I am, regardless of the number of years that have passed, do I like what I see? I do, mostly. If I don't, I have the luxury of deciding if I want to make changes based on what feels valuable to me. At my age, it's about being with what is, including myself, and seeing how that works out. No robber can strip that away. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on 
nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.